Blog Talk Radio. Jerk and make sure y'all go stream his music. That's Tyrone Hill. That right there was show and tell. Here in a minute, we got that don't die coming up for y'all, man. Y'all already know it's the Mr. Baby. Appreciate everybody that's been supportive. Everybody that's been checking out the shows, man. Hitting replays, hitting us up for interviews, man. Submitting their music. Hey, remember, you got to holler at the booking director, man. We got a few simple rules that we require you to do, 
man, to be able to get your music played and to be able to get your interview session right here on Chop On It Radio. Also, man, go ahead and grab you a $25 package, man. Go and get that $25 package and get you some placement on the whole Chop On It Radio network system platforms, man, under Chop On It Radio ENT. You did? Hey, that's just how we moving, man. We cannot... Place your music on other platforms that we have if we don't have that agreement. Also, man, big thing, promotion, 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 promotion. A lot of you artists, man, needing promotion and needing advertisement. But, man, y'all got to pay for that, man. It's a fee for that, man. You can't keep expecting to get everything in life for free. Now, today, man, we got um, – I will be reading some pages from the book called The Burning Room by Michael Conley, man, The Burning Room by Michael Conley. Washington Post said, the finest crime series written by an American. The finest crime series written by an American. If you're uh, friends with me on Facebook, my Mr. Street Soldier page, I took a screenshot, man, and showed you the cover, man, so y'all can see. That is the book we will be reading for today. Hey, man, I'm a chopper-holics book squad member you did so that's what we're gonna do man and if you got a book that you want to bring right here to chopology live man and you want to read some pages out of your book for the book reading contact us man at chop on it radio at gmail.com book reading session and one of the team members will get you in line so you can come on air man and join the chopaholics book squad and you can become a member straight like that man so let's go ahead and get you sauced up with some of this d creeper baby let's work yeah man a d creeper the unstoppable as a chop on it radio station at number one mm-hmm. d g Bye. 
homie Cadillac. Nigga said he at him, but I'm knowing where he at. Pussy wolf and beard, but I'm knowing he a rat. Even if I catch him with the kids, bitch, brat. Hit him with the cannon, knock your rear through it back. Every slut that hit him, eat the flesh up like a snack. Google nigga name, say I'm really with the shit. Word around town, quick to get a nigga hit. Take that shit to trial like it is what it is. Nigga better know it, piss paw off in his bitch. Can't pay him, about to take you on the G trip. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Nigga, come ride. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. I'm in all black. Rolling with the homies. Let it off for my nigga, but the ops, they don't know me. Love to get it cracking, but you bring it back to Omi. Homie said it's static, point him out, nigga, show me. Hit him in the melon, knock his head off his shoulder. Leave him in a bando, can't nobody smell the odor. Body temp dropping, every hour getting colder. Chopping nigga up, melee him off a different folder. Google nigga name, say I'm really with the shit. Word around town, quick to get a nigga hit. Take that shit to trial like it is what it is. Nigga better know a piss paw off in his bitch. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Nigga, come ride. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Kingpin about to take you on a G trip. Cream, suicides, 40 yard dash, when it come to the cream, gotta go get it, back 
and flip it. Just keep it real as long as you live it. As long as you live it, just keep it G. Uh. Need my income steady, so I'm on the road. Uh. Ain't no different summer and she be on the pole. Uh. She just trying to make it, know she got some goals. Uh. When she shake it, she like Debo, my control. I'm stacking like Pringles. She seeing I'm ballin', now she won't mingle. She asked if I'm single. I told her don't worry, just cause she's single. She said that she loved me. I told her quit lying, why you so evil? I'm making it rain now. She throwing it back, now we equal. I just ballin' on you, bitch, ain't never nothing in between. In life, photos hit the All the niggas see it green. Anytime I hit the spot, I'm the coldest on the scene. Poppin' bottle, fuckin' model, this the life. Before it's back, 
What up, me? Welcome back to Topology Live. Baby, y'all already know it's the Mr. Everything Stay Jerking. And right before the break, man, we told you we was going to give y'all a little taste of the book reading, man, which is our new segment right here on Topology Live, man. We're taking y'all to Topology University, man. So you have got your scholarship to attend, and this is what we're doing, man. We're trying to ignite the brain waves, man, and we're trying to stimulate you in different ways that we have before. So with this book reading, man, I'm going to get into I'm going to give you the breakdown on it, man, so you would know exactly. And this book is called The Burning Room, man. And I told y'all from the Washington Post, the finest crime series written by an American. Now, how damn it cool is that? By Michael Connelly, man, The Burning Room. Now, check it out, man. From the number one New York Times bestselling author, Michael, McCon- Michael Connelly, this tech, his name in this book, man, is Detective Harry Bosch and his rookie partner, man. They investigate a cold case that gets very high very fast, all right? So in the LAPD's open, unsolved unit, not many murder victims die in a decade after the crime. So when a man uh, succumbs to complications from being hit by a straight bullet 10 years earlier, Bosch catches a case in which the body is still fresh, but any other clues are virtually non-existent. Even a, vert- a veteran cop will find this one tough going. But Bosch's new partner, Detective Lucia Soto, has no homicide experience. A young star on the force, Soto has been assigned to Bosch so that he can pass to on to her his hard-won expertise. You did? So now Bosch and Soto are tasked with solving a murder that turns out to be highly charged and politically sensitive. Beginning with the bullet that has been lodged for years in the victim's spine, they must pull new leads from years of old evidence, and he soon revealed that the shooting was anything but random. So as the investigations pick up speed, it takes them to another unsolved case with even greater stakes, man. The deaths of several children in the fire that occurred 20 years ago in the book, uh, but when their work starts to threaten careers and lives, Bosch and Soto must decide whether it's worth risking everything to find out the truth or safer to let some secret stay buried. So in a swiftly moving novel, as relentless and compelling as its hero, Michael Connolly shows once again why Harry Bosch is one of the most popular and enduring figures in American crime Fiction. And that right there was given to you by the Chicago Tribune. So, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's a good book, man. If you haven't read it, you're getting ready to hear some of it now. We will be breaking this down into different sections, man. So you have to stay plugged up. Check the promo, man. And sometimes it won't be on the promo, man. This is for all our chopaholics and loyal chopaholics, man. So beginning off with the book, man, it's for De- Detective Rick Jackson which uh, they thanks for his service to the City of Angels and hope that the second retirement sticks. Get them straight. All right, so we're going to get off into it, man. The burning room. It seemed the botch to be form of torture, heaped upon torture. Corazon was hunched over the steel table. Her bloody hand and gloves was deep inside the gutted torso, working with forceps and the long-bladed instrument she called the butter knife. Corazon was not tall, and she stood on her tiptoes to be able to reach down in with her tools. She braced her hip against the side of the autopsy table to gain leverage. What bothered Botch about the greasy taboo was that the body had already been so violated for so long, both legs gone, one arm taken at the shoulder, the surgical scars old but somehow raw and red. The man's mouth was wide open in a silent scream. 
His eyes were directed upward as if beseeching his God for mercy. Deep down, Bosch knew that the dead were the, the dead and the no longer suffered the cruelties of life. But even so, he felt like saying, enough is enough. Asking, when does it stop? Shouldn't death be the relief from the tortures of life? But he didn't say anything, man. He stood mute and just watched as he had hundreds of times before. More important, that his outrage and the desire to speak out against the continuing atrocity inflicted on Orlando Marseille was Botch's need for the bullet Corazon was trying to pry loose from the dead man's spine. Corazon dropped back on her heels to rest. She blew out her breath and temporarily fogged her spotted shield. She glanced as Botch through the uh, steam plastic. Almost there, she said. And I'll tell you what, they were right. Not to try to take it out back then. They would have had to saw entirely through T12. Bosch just nodded, knowing she was referring to one of the vertebrae. She turned to the table where the instruments were spread out. I need something, she said. She put the butter knife in a stainless steel sink where a running faucet kept the water level to the overflow drain. She then moved her hand to the left of the sink and across the display of the sterilized tools until she chose a long, slender pick. She went back to work with her hands in the hollow of the victim's torso. All the organs and intestines had been removed, so the weight and the baggage leaving just the husk formed by the upturned rib. She went up and under the toes again. Man, this is too deep, I'm telling y'all, man. So when she went up under there, man, she went up under the body strength and the steel pick to finally pop the bullet loose from the spinal collar. Box heard it rattle inside the rib cage. Then she said, got it. She pulled her arms out of the hollow, put down the pick, and sprayed the forceps with the hose attached to the table. She then held the instrument up to examine her fine. She tapped the floor button for the recorder with her foot and went on the record. A projectile was removed from the interior T12 vertebrae. It is in damaged condition with severe flattening. I will photograph it and mark it with my initials before turning it over to Detective Herman Moss, Bosch, which the open, unsolved unit of the Los Angeles Police Department. She tapped the recorder button with her foot again, and they were off the record. She smiled at him through her plastic screen. Sorry, Harry, you know me, a stickler for formalities. I didn't think you'd even remember. He and Corazon had once had a brief romance, but that was a long time ago, and very few people knew his real full name. Well, of course I would, she said in mock protest. There was almost an aura of humility about Teresa Corazon that had not been there in the past. She had been a climber and had eventually gotten what she wanted. The chief medical examiner post and all of his trappings, including a reality television show. But when one reaches the top of a public agency, one becomes a politician, and politicians fall out of favor. Teresa eventually fell hard, and now she was back where she started, a deputy coroner with the case low like anyone else's in the office. At least they had let her keep her private autopsy suit for now. She took the bullet over to the counter where she photographed it and then marked it with an ineniable uh, black pen. Bosch was ready with a small plastic evidence bag. She dropped it in. He then marked the bag with both of their initials, a chain of custody routine. He studied the mishap projectile through the plastic. Despite the damage, he believed it was 308 bullet, which would mean it had been fired by a rifle. If so, that would have been a significant new piece of information in this case. Will you stay for the rest, or was it all you wanted? She asked, as if there was something else going on between them. He, helped, he heaped up the evidence bag. I think I should probably get this going. 
We got a lot of eyes on this case. Right. Well, then, I'll just finish up by myself. What happened to your partner anyway? Wasn't she here with you in the hall? She had to make a call. Oh, I thought maybe she wanted us to have some alone time. Did you tell her about us? So she smiled and batted her eyelashes. Boss looked away awkwardly. No, Teresa, you know I don't talk about stuff like that. She nodded. You never did. You a man who keeps his secrets. He looked at, He looked back down. He told her, yeah, I try. He said, besides, that was a long time ago, girl. I ain't thinking about you now. And the flame's gone out, hasn't it? He puts things back on subject, on the call. You're not seeing anything different from what the hospital is reporting, right? Curzon shook her head, able to move back as well. No, nothing different here, except blood poisoning, to use the more common phrase. Put that in your press release, and you have no trouble linking this back to the shooting. You could testify to that. She was nodding before Bosch was, was finished speaking. Mr. Mercy did die because of blood poisoning, but I am listening cause of death as homicide. This was a 10-year murder, Harry, and I would gladly testify to that. I hope that bullet helps you find the killer. Bosch nodded and closed his hand around the plastic uh, bag containing the bullet. I hope so, he said, too. Now, that right there just chapter one. You dig? This is the burning room, man. That's what we're going to be reading, man. We're going to be breaking it down. I'm going to give you some more here in just a minute, man. Michael Conley, The Burning Room, the finest crime series written by American. That's what the Washington Post said, and I don't know nobody over there, so... You know, but we're going to come back right after the break, man, right here on Topology Live, baby, with the Mr. Shats out, YL Dallas, Shats out, Night Train, the brand, man, I'll see y'all. Salute, baby. Keep it pushing all the way, 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 way
man, what I get myself into? <laughs> I ain't knew I was going to walk home to this. Oh, why she have to bleach my clothes? Man, this chick is crazy. She love her cause she keep me on my toes. But is that healthy? What keeps the sex? Got me on that ghost. Levitating, that's my boot. Just she sneak and see my phone. Ask me why I'm texting low. Trying to say, man, I don't know. Yes, I needed a new girl. And it's closer to my home. Tell me, put her in my will. Oh, she really think I'm slow. She gon' kill me. Well, it's worth it. Mommy got that hella done. I'm kidding. She don't get even. She get eyes staring at me while I'm sleeping. Saying, babe, you look so peaceful. I can see really be chillin'. Get the peace out of the regal. And you wouldn't even know it. But I wouldn't be the people. What? She's so crazy. Yeah, I ain't even know it at the time. Make your own. Gotta make your own. Brand new with the brand new jeans, new shirt, new shoes. You know how I be. Crystal with the pop, but it's still so clean. I'm in love with the green. I'm attached machine. Wake up every morning, pulling out my driveway. Living for the moment,
brand new jeans, new shirt, new shoes. You know how I been. Crisp out with the pop, but it's still so clean. I'm in love with the green, I'm a cash machine. I wake up every morning pulling out my driveway. Living for the moment, I'm just living for the day. It's crazy what you get when you get a little loving. Things get real if the part starts bubbling. Ooh, you know you. Time ain't the same around here Moments as they come and go You're gonna find your own Lost a movie, movie Gotta make your own You gotta make your own Live, baby. We gotta go ahead and check in with the brand ambassador, Stefan the Phenom, man. I know he's been waiting to do his thing and upcoming. Upcoming after that, man, we're gonna dive into chapter two from the book, The Burning Room, written by Michael Conley, man. The book jerking on far. Make sure y'all go Google that, man. If you can't go pick that thing up, you dig. I got it on sale, you dig. So, hey, man, I love to read. So, let's go ahead and check in right now with the brand ambassador all the way from Chicago, baby. Stefan the Phenom. What's going on with you, Femo? What's good? What's good with the family? Yeah, buddy. You got the best head, man. How everything be in your way? Oh, man, everything's straight, man. Everything's straight. You know, today my grandmother's birthday and everything. You know, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? You man, know, my mama much here. love, man. Much love. Tell her we send our loves, man, and happy birthday. Man, we wish her many, many, many more. Exactly, exactly, man. Today is a, definitely a blessing because she makes 81 a day, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow, man. Yeah, that's a that's a blessing. That's a big blessing, man. Yeah, buddy. Man. So, man, what's been going on with you in the poetry world, man? I know you've been itching and ready to do your thing, man. What's going on? Oh, man, a lot going on, man, a lot. You know, my mama here, you know, I have to make sure she cool and everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been writing. I just, I'm working on a new one right now called Life. Y'all about to hear because I'm about to, uh, I'm gonna spit it to y'all. It's not done yet, but I'm gonna spit it. I'm gonna spit it to y'all. See how y'all like it. Okay, 
Okay. Most definitely, man. You know how we get it in, man. We got the whole show, so we're going to ride it out here in a minute. We're going to dive into this chapter two, man, of this book, man, for our book reading, man. And again, man, for everybody that's tuned in and listening right now, if you want to become a Chopaholic Book Squad member, man, hey, email us, contact us at radio at gmail.com. You can holler at us on our social media sites, man. You can contact us in our inboxes. Say, hey, check this out. I want to be a Chopaholic Book Squad member. Bring your books right here to Chopology Live, man, Chopology University, and let's go ahead and stimulate these minds out here. You did. So just holler at us, man. It's open to anybody, man, out there. Any book you want to read, man, it don't matter your genre, don't matter the type of books you like, even if you read them little nasty-ass books. Hey, bring that shit on, man. We going to get it in. I can't leave y'all out there because them nasty books be selling. And a lot of people be reading them nasty books, man. A lot of your women and me and y'all like reading them nasty shit. So bring it on, man. We got it, man. We got you. No filter, man. Come do it. Make sure you give credit to the author, man. If it's not your book, man, make sure you keep it respectful. Give the author, man, all credit due to the book as well, man. Make sure you keep it like that. So, Stefan the Phenom, man, you ready to sauce us up? Man, let's do this, man. Let me sauce y'all up real quick. Man, I'm going to step back. I'm going to give you the mic, my brother. You got it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is not finished yet, but this one is called Life. This is a poem called Life. It's not finished yet, but I'm going to give y'all a sample. Life. Life is a struggle. Life is a game. Life is not so easy for people to maintain. Life can play defense while you try to play offense. Life can remind you. Always be cautious. Life can be a man who's trying too hard. Life can be a woman emotionally scarred. Life can be a lesson. Just listen to the message. Life will explain everything in this message. Life can life can show you an image in your dream. Life can be a mission testing out your team. Life will make sure there's no procrastination. Life will have you running with no destination. Life can judge you on your physical mentality. Life can teach you how to use how to have great personality that's all i got right now Ooh-wee. definitely like that one right there what's the name of that piece again life life man so definitely when you finish that thing up man you already know come back drop it man hey i love the concept i love the way you going with it and i love the points that you hitting on there man very cool stuff man hey as always it's stefan the phenom man y'all stay right there we will be right back on the baddest baddest show on the land man we the only crown jerking radio outlet on the planet you did it's the reason why. Who do you love? Are you for show?
Taking that new joint Molly in a drink, now she's trying to fuck Shorty face down and the bottom's up Loud in the air and the bottom's up Like way up See, I'm a real nigga, I don't chase them Throw a couple dollars for a fast brick Get a one tuna, that's the layup You hate us To bring your friends with you Couldn't give a fuck, keep your man with you Girl, why you acting like an amateur? Yo, like you don't know Getting bucky in the back of the photo Got you missing from the party like my homegirl Actually, can she take it? She like, oh no uh, The sky is the limit, oh hell no it isn't A nigga, one moon and the stars You know I got chips, is you free though to lay up? Bars, talking about who you love Baby, you know I'm the one
Another thing with this money come a lot of pain. A lot of deception and plotting through a lot of games. Just want to stay close to you for personal gain. The other half hate because you and money can't do the same. And money without respect, that ain't by the thing. And when it comes to your connect, he ain't got a name. Mean what you saying when you saying it, make it plain. Simple to go change when you making change. They want to see you stronger, they ain't the one feeding you. And when it comes to your loved ones, you get deeper. You know how to separate business from your people. The, the, the loudest man in the room is the weakest. And some other dirty Look at cleanness. You gotta be smart enough on the block to make the dean's list. Reach deeper than the ocean to make you seasick. You gotta have the mind frame to oversee. I'm gonna teach you how to hustle. Show you what it is. I'm in the city, 
I'm cruising. Sipping and smoking and run like a squirrel. You say you got it to prove it. You can be fooled or learn to cook. I show my ass and love some shook. Come from a cat like a book. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no time for second look. I'm in the city, I'm cruising. Sipping and smoking and run like a crook. You say you got it to prove it. You can be fooled or learn to cook. I show my ass and love some shook. Come from a cat like a book. Came up on G shit. Listen to nigga like Boosie and Webby. Boy, you ain't about what you talking about. Easy to see you little niggas ain't ready. When we was young and we ain't had guns, I'd be at your door with a fucking machete. I am the one to come get it done. I leave the whole block spun if you let me. Bitch, I'm powered up on them jiggas. I am that nigga not scared of none of you niggas. I gotta run it up, nigga, no runner up. I gotta win number one or none, nigga. I keep a gun on me, nigga, cause I know they hating. They might not be fun of me, nigga. I'm chillin'. Living it simple, just stay in your lane and don't come for it, nigga. I gotta switch it up when I don't got it, cause I gotta get it. It's like I'm gonna fuck with some bigger nugs. Realize that all of these niggas, some bitches and bitches, they came in to be in love. Fucking your partner and running your business. This type of right here, I done heard enough. No love in the street, but this shit is ridiculous. I'ma go out on the lick on my dolo. If I make it back with this shit, then I don't gotta spit it. I'ma just get up my clone, add up the profit while kicking this money. Can't believe it. Really can't leave me alone. I don't got no bone for none of you little bitty bitty. Soon as you lose, she gone. She say she want a nigga that's winning. You win and you lose. Ain't no time for second look. I'm in the city, I'm cruising. Sipping and smoking and run like a crook. You say you got it to prove it. You can be fooled or learn to cook. I show my ass and love some shook. Come from a cat like a book. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no time for second look. I'm in the city, I'm cruising. Sipping and smoking and run like a crook. You say you got it to prove it. You can be fooled or learn to cook.
Soto turned in time to see a glimpse of the giant refrigerated room. Row after row of body stacks, four high on stainless steel scaffolding systems. The dead were wrapped in a big plastic sheet, man. The feet exposed, toe tags flapping in the breeze from the refrigeration vents. Soto quickly turned away. Her face turned white. You okay, boss ass? Yeah, fine, she said. This just grossed me out. It's actually a big improvement. The bodies used to be lined up in the hallway, sometimes stacked on top of one another after a busy weekend. It got pretty right around here. She held her hand up to stop him from further discussion. Please, are we done? We're done. He started moving on, and Soto followed, following in step behind him. She tended to walk behind Bosch, and he didn't know if it was some sort of differential thing to his age and rank or something else, like a confidence issue. He headed up to the steps at the top of the dock. It was a shortcut, you know, to the visiting parking lot. Where we go, she asked. We get the slug over the firearms, Bosch said. Speaking of getting lucky, it's walk-in Wednesday. Then we go pick up the file and evidence in the holding back. We take it from there, okay? They went down the stairs and started crossing the employee parking lot. The visitor lot was on the side of the building. Did you make your call? Boss asked. What? Soto asked. She was kind of confused. You said you had to make a call. Oh, yes, I did. Sorry about that. No problem. You get what you need? Yes, thanks. Boss was guessing that there had been no call. He suspected that Soto wanted to skip out of the autopsy because she had never seen a human body hollowed out before. Soto was new not only to the open, unsolved unit, but to homicide work as well. This was the third case she had worked with Boss, and the only one with the death fresh enough for an autopsy. So Soto probably hadn't been counting on live autopsies when she signed up to work cold cases. The visuals and the odors were usually the most difficult things to get used to in the homicide work. Cold cases usually eliminated both. In recent years, the crime rate in Los Angeles had decreased markedly across the board, including the most dramatically the numbers of homicides. This has spurred a shift within the LAPD's investigation priority and practice. With fewer active murder cases, the department increases emphasis on clearing cold cases. With more than 10,000 unserved unsolved murders on the books in the past 50 years, there was plenty of work to go around. So the open, unsolved unit had nearly tripled in size over the course of the previous year and now had its own command staff, including a captain and two lieutenants. Many seasoned detectives was brought in from Homicide Special and other elite units within the Robbery Homicide Division. Y'all know men like Martin played on Blue Street, Robbery Homicide. Also, a class of young detectives with little of any investigative experience was brought in. The philosophy handed down from the 10th floor OCP, which is the Office of the Chief of Police, it was that it was a new world out there with new technologies and new ways to look at things. While nothing beats an investigative know-how, there's nothing wrong with combing it with new viewpoints and different life experiences. These new detectives, the Mind Squad, as they were decisively called by some, Got the choice assignment at the open, unsolved unit for a variety of reasons, ranging from political connections to particular acumen and skills to rewards for heroism in the line of duty. One of the new detectives had worked in IT for a hospital chain before becoming a cop and was instrumental in solving the murder of a patient through a computerized prescription delivery system. Another had studied chemistry as a Rhodes Scholar. 
There was even a detective who was formerly an investigator with the Haitian National Police. Soto was only 28 years old and had been on the force fewer than five years. She was a slick sleeve, not a striper of a rank on her uniform, and made the jump to detective by being a tofa, a tofa. She was Mexican-American and spoke both English and Spanish fluently. She also punched a more traditional ticket to the detective ranks when she became an overnight media sensation after a deadly shootout with armed robbers at a liquor store in the Pinko Union. Deadly shootout. Pinko Union. She and her partner engaged four gunmen. Her partner was fatally shot, but Soto took down two of the robbers and held the second pair of pin in the alley until SWAT arrived, and then she finished the capture. The gunmen were members of the 13th Street one of the most violent gangs operating in the city, and Soto's her- heroics were splashed across the newspapers, websites, uh, the television screens. Police Chief Gregory Malins later awarded her the department's Medal of Valor. Her partner received the award as well. Captain George Crowder, the new commander of the Open Unsolved Unit, decided the best way to handle the influx of new blood into the unit was to split up all the existing partnerships and pair every detective who had OU experience with a new detective who had none. Bosch was the oldest man in the unit and had the most years on the job. As such, he was paired with the youngest, Soto. Harry, you're the old pro, Crowder had explained. I want you watching over the rookie. While Bosch didn't particularly care to be reminded of his age and standing, he was nonetheless happy with his assignment. He was entering what would be his last year with the department as the clock was ticking on his drop contract. To him, every day he had left on the job was gold. The hours was like diamonds and as valuable as anything on the earth. So he thought that it might be a good way to finish up things, training, and inexperienced detective and passing on whatever it was he had to pass on. When Crowder told him his new partner would be Lucius Soto, Bosch was pleased like everybody else in the department. He heard of Soto's exploits in the shootout. Bosch knew what it was like to kill someone in line of duty. He didn't kill people before, man. He ain't no stranger. He's an old dog. As well as to lose a partner. He understood the mixture of grief and guilt that would afflict Soto. So he thought that he and Soto could work well together and that he might train her to be a solid investigator. Solid investigator. There was also a nice bonus for Bosch in being teamed with Soto because she was a female. He would not have to share a hotel room when they was on the road on a case. They would get their own rooms. This was a big thing. The travel component to a job on a cold case squad was high. Oftentimes, those who think they have gotten away with murder, they leave town hoping that they put the physical distance between themselves and their crimes. They're also out distancing the reach of the police. Now, Bosch looked for uh, look forward. He looked forward to the finish line, man, in his time in the department without having to share a bathroom or put up with the snoring or other emissions from apartment, uh, cramped off in the double end or a holiday end. So Soto might not have been hesitant when pulling her gun while outnumbered in the Burrow Alley, but watching the live autopsy was something different. She had seen reluctant that morning when Bart told her they had caught a live one and had to go to the coroner's office for an autopsy. So those first question was whether it was required that both partners in an investigative team attend the dissection of the body. With most cold cases, the body was long in the ground, and the only dissection involved was the analysis of old records and evidence. Open 
Unsolved allows Soto to work the most important cases, murders, without having to view a live autopsy, for that matter, a homicide scene. Also, it's seen until that morning when Bosch got the call at the home from Crowder. The captain asked Bosch if he had read the Los Angeles Times that morning, and Bosch said he didn't get the paper. This was in keeping with long-standing tradition of this thing that existed between the two institutions of law enforcement and the media. The captain had proceeded to tell him about a story on the front page that morning that was the origins of a new assignment for Bosch Soto. As Bosch listened, he opened his laptop and went to the newspaper's website where the story was similarly receiving a lot of play. The newspaper was reporting that Orlando Merced had died 10 years earlier. Merced became famous in Los Angeles as a victim, the unattended target of a shooting at the Mariachi Plaza in Boyle Heights. The bullet that struck Merced in the abdomen had traveled across the plaza from the vicinity of Boyle Avenue and was thought to have been a stray shot from a gang confrontation. The shooting occurred at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Masai was 31 years old at the time and a member of a mariachi band for which he played the five-string guitar-like instrument that is the mainstay of the traditional Mexican folk sound. He and his three bandmates were among several mariachis waiting in the plaza for jobs, a restaurant gig, or a party, or maybe a last-minute wedding. Masai was a large man thick in the middle and bullet that seemingly came from nowhere Splinted the mahogany facing of his instrument, then tore through his gut before lodging in his arterial spine, man. The bullet was a bad boy. Masai would have become just another victim in the city where the media hits and runs. A 30-second story on the English news channels, a four-paragraph report in the Times, a little more longevity in the Spanish media, but a simple twist of fate changed that. Masai and his band... Los Reyes Jalisco had performed three months earlier at the wedding of a city councilman, Armando Zayas, and Zayas was now ramping up a campaign for the mayor's office. So Mercedes lived. The bullets damaged his spine and rendered him both a paraplegic and a cause. As the mayoral campaign took shape, Zayas rolled him out in his wheelchair at all of his political rallies and speeches. Y'all know how they do. He used Mercedes as a symbol of the ne- neglect suffered by the communities of East Los Angeles. Crime was high and police attention was low. They had yet to catch Masih's shooter. Gang violence was unchecked, man. Basic city services and loan plan projects like the extension of the Metro Gold Line were long delayed. Zayas promised to be the mayor who would change that and he used Masih in East LA to forge a base and strategy that separated him from a crowded pack of contenders. He made it to the runoff and then easily took the election. All the way, Masih was right by his side, sitting in the wheelchair, clad in his charro suit, and sometimes even wearing the blood-stained blouse he wore on the day of the shooting. Zayas served two terms. East L.A. got new attention from the city and the police. Crime went down, the golden line went through. And even including the underground stop at the Mariachi Plaza, and the mayor bashed in the glow of his success. But the person who shot Orlando Macy was never caught, and over time the bullet took a steadily toll on his body. Infections led to numerous hospitalizations and surgeries, first his one leg, then the other, adding insult to the injury of the arm that was once strummed by the instrument that produced the rhythms of Mexican folk music was taken. 
Finally, Orlando Masid had died. Ball's in our court now. Crowder has said the botch. I don't care what the goddamn newspaper say. We had to decide that this is a homicide. If his death can be attributed to medically to the shooting 10 years ago, and then we'll make a case, you and Lucky, Lucky, go back into it. We're going to stop right there, man. I got to keep you on the edge of your seat, man. We right here at Topology Live, man. The book, man, the burning room for Michael Conley, man. I'm telling y'all, make sure you stay tuned in, stay locked in with us, man. Live book reading right here, man. We're getting in here. If you want to become a Topaholic book member, man, bring your book, man, to us. Email us, topontheradio at gmail.com. Attention, book squad member, man. You'll become a Chopaholic book squad member. Bring your book. We can read it live on air. Authors, if you want us to read some of your book, hey, send us that care box to us, man. We'll direct you. Contact us. We'll tell you where you need to send it to, and we'll read some of your book right here live on air. Straight like that, man. So, we got to get back off into this mix, baby. Y'all ready? Let's go back to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so high, can't touch the flow. Papa, ask him about the road. Hit the spot like where the Make some more. That's the type of bitch I want. I'm a genius, yeah, I know it. I'm a genius, yeah, I know it. Nigga, you don't want no smoke. My niggas ride, yeah, I know it. Ride, yeah, I know it. Nigga, is that what you want? I'm about to drown in this liquor. Pick me up some bitches. She gave me that cocoa. You know that's a given. Work that shit like slow mo. Give her at the business. Send it with a through the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby, I'm taking off, I'm about to flow. Petrol when I smoke. Bust down Eskimo, she got friends in this to go. Hit her once, she gotta go. I'm always on go. I'm always on go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby, I'm taking off, I'm about to flow. Petrol when I smoke. Bust down Eskimo, she got friends in this to go. Hit her once, she gotta go. I'm always on go. When I smoke, shout out Bernie, you the goat. Drop a Zanny in her throat. She say, You know what I want. I ain't come to play no games. Grab your friend and pull a cup. Catch these vibes and live it up. Ay. I'm only here for the weekend. She on that money, she tweaking. I'm hoping a friend wanna creep in. Get that inside, they can sleep in. Cause I gotta go, I gotta bag the go. I'm trying to bag some more. Run up a check and bag some hoes. Yeah, I swear I won't fuck up her friends is ugly. If you fall with a bunny, you just is bumming. Yeah, yeah. Can't be calling my line if it ain't no money. Hit it going your ass and I'm right out the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, yeah. I'm taking off, I'm about to flow. Petro when I smoke. Bust down Eskimo. She got friends in this with gold. Hit her once, she gotta go. I'm always on gold. I'm always on gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, I'm taking off, I'm about to flow. Petro when I smoke. Bust down Eskimo, she got friends and it's a goal Hit her once, she gotta go I'm always on goal, I'm always on goal Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah 
tearing through that number one music.com, man, on the chop on it radio page, man. Y'all go check it out right here. Nino, what? on the track.
ain't tryna purchase some shit that's worth it. My pockets ain't hurting, nigga. Look out my phone, I get happy in my zone, making money ease my pain. I've been doing it on my own, thunderstorm, making bones. Do it for the game. Let's make it work, make it work for you and me. Cause I've been breaking out these bricks, disregarding every bitch. Cause I'm married to the game. Aye, aye. Southside United, Northside Rock, Eastside Reclining. West side of side, if they would the cause, dub case fine. We on the mission, state to state, whole city behind me. I'm going to push these raps, there ain't no stopping me. Just grab a grocery basket, let's go on the shopping spree. You hating on my guys, you want to lose a team. Ain't my fault, your clientele always jocking me. I'm breaking Richter skills, I shake the world a lot. My bitch, she cut her nails. To help me count my guap I bought a brand new bitch My cushion unorthodox I'm not familiar with your kind You probably with the cops The whole city chasing us Like the zombie script They know we're about to deal Seven for the sign I think I overdosed Too much dividend I know karate so I'm chopping down These fucking bricks Look out my phone I get happy in my zone Making money ease my pain it on my own, thunderstorm, aching bones, do it for the game, let's make it work, make it work for you and me, cause I've been breaking down these bricks, disregarding every bitch, cause I'm married to the game, gotta make a way, gotta make a way, this ain't that's in my soul. Let it go, let it go, I can't let it hold me down. Lord, help me pretty, please. Get lit, wake up and forget last night Now watch my pussy beat up on that dick, you know that she tight And if I got 
Niggas talking big and this shit for me. I lay with a nigga, don't care for these niggas. I been in my bed, they pray on my figures. All the fake love and did some coming. Remember days of love, bitches up full of me. I jumped off the porch, lit up the torch, let you know where the fuck I was coming from. Where the chicken and the beef and the sausage. Swear about the honey, stand at your fault. Yeah, I do it for my city, 704. Alex J got the beast on the go. Pat down or you lay down. The fuck you mean, bitch, I been around. You know the sound. Fuck around and get capped down in my prison town. Bad bitches, yeah, we brought together. Money, feathers, no, we brought together. I'm only talking digits, roll a boss. Bitches, you know the music and gang when they see us They do anything, these little bitches won't be us We be the rocker, they know they can't see us You an extra bitch, call it a feature The fart on my life, now they call me so They don't want war with me, cause they know I got it They ain't never looked after me twice Cause they know I got it And it ain't no need to question me Cause you know I'm bad And if you get too ratty Fuck up, I'm shot it, bitch, you fight I'm a nameless face, move silence Never catch my pace, promote violence Never cross my lane, profile me I never been the same, I was born in the game Change. I'm moving around and you niggas running 
place. Can't find me, I know just where you stay. The profound with the shit and where you lay. Use a dog, G, welcome to my cage. Can't stop me, my time will never change. And if you fall, I'll be there to take your place. No problem, my love remains the same. Rough rider, can't you stand the rain? No Michi, Brian to bring the pain. Fuck a picture, I ain't got no mind frame. And you can die if you think you miss the game. Why should I have mercy on the nigga? The streets never loved me, uh. Used to walk that straight and narrow till you thought that you was above me, uh. What was love when the down was down bad? Never fold that, bring me up like that. Choke hold on my nuts to run your neck. Both hold, better get your hand checked. What? Better won't war with me, uh. Cause they know I got it, uh. They ain't never looked after me twice. Cause they know I got it, uh. And it ain't no need to question me. Cause you know I'm bad. And if you get too bad, was 40 pounds 
a weight he had to carry around, man, and that's why his legs was tired. That's why he ultimately lost the fight because his costume that he wore coming out there looking like motherfucking something out of the Black Panther. <laughs> he said it was 40 pounds, and that's the reason it was too heavy for him, too heavy for him, and gassed him out, and he lost his leg because he chose to wear a 40-pound costume with a helmet that looked like he was coming out of the underworld or some shit, man. What do you think? Did you hear that? What do you think about this 40 pounds of costume that he decided to wear? Well, let me just say this. He been wearing, I, looking at all his fights, he always came out, you know, looking look doped up and everything. You know, he's looking good, you know, he's looking like a fighter, you know what I'm saying? But why would you blame that on the costume? Why would you blame that on the costume that you win? You you just lost the fight. You can't take an L one good time, you can't take an L you can't take one L. That's it. That's all you gotta do. You knocked out you knocked out forty motherfuckers already. You can't take one L. One L? Just one. It's just one L. Right. I mean, you That's know it. shit, your career ain't over. Fight your career ain't over, boy. Get back up and Man. get back up and get back on that horse and keep going. You already said Dirty. now what I did read on, he did say he wanted his rematch. He did say he he booked what? for a rematch. He did say that. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and you know, my thought too is, you know, I'm not a big wider fan. He got skills, don't get me wrong. He got skills, man. And uh but I I don't like even if we know as athletes, yeah, wearing forty pounds before you come out to a heavyweight champion boxing ship might not be the smartest thing to do. But you decided to wear that stupid shit, so you have to just take that. I mean, you know, you can't use it as an excuse because that's what you chose to do. Some motherfucking boxers come out with just a boxing shorts on, no shirt on, maybe a robe, or, you know, and they belts all the way around them. Hey, he could have chose to do that, but he chose to wear the whole – he chose to dress up like Halloween to go into the boxing match. Now, next thing, his skill set – Got to get up, man. He's embarrassed. I understand. Like he said, man, his pride is his everything. And they always say, man, pride become, comes before man's downfall. So he got to understand that, hey, man, it ain't all just about pride. You know what I mean? You you took a loss. You got to get up from it. And you got to keep pushing. You got to pick yourself up, get better, and you got to keep pushing. You can't sit there and just wallow in it. It happened. You lost one. Like you said, you knocked out 40-some people before you even took a loss. So you're still a bad man. You still can do what you do. But to whoop Tyson Fury, he going to have to go back to boxing school. He going to have to actually learn how to box and not just Fight. A lot of people knocking Anthony Joshua. I said this early on too, but Anthony Joshua is a young fighter, and the difference between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. A lot of people say Wilder would beat Joshua. For the reason I say no, that's not true, is because like Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua is a boxer. He's been to the Olympics. He's boxed people. He has combinations, and he is fucking fast. He's fast for a big man, and he can hit. Now, is early he, on, is, we is thought he, he didn't fast, have a is job. He fast like, um, I don't mean to cut you off, Fair. Fair, my bad, but is he fast, is no, he no. fast like Mike Tyson fast, or he fast like uh, Lennox Lewis fast? 
Ooh. The AJ dude. Ooh. The AJ. Ooh. I would say more on the lines like Lewis. More on the lines like Lewis. Okay. Because of the height. Okay, I got You know what I, I mean? The build, out. the reach. Yeah, man. And, and the thing with a lot of people overlooking when it comes to AJ is he did take that L with Andy Ruiz. He took that L. He, he got exposed. His jaw got exposed, and, and, and that's what happened. But what people are failing to realize is he tasted defeat. That was his first loss, right? So what did he do? Mm-hmm. He did what you're supposed to do. He went back to his camp. He worked his ass off, and he got better. He didn't get worse. He got better. A lot of people are like, well, man, I didn't see this, and I didn't see this. Yeah, if you've been following A.J., you didn't seen this big ass man put combinations on people. Not no one hit a. Qu- I mean, he didn't have some one hit quitters, but what I'm saying is he's a boxer. By him having mm-hmm. that skill set, he moves around the ring as a big man. Will he get gassed out? Yeah, a lot of big men do, but you can't put what Fury would do. What Fury did to Wilder. You can't say the theory would do that to AJ because AJ is a boxer. While the skill is not as a boxer, is of a fighter. AJ got some combinations, man, that have put people mm-hmm. out the game. That has set people down, like, and that's the difference. He he can die, He can duck punches, like you know, it's fighting clips. All people got to do is just go check out his clips. He can actually duck. You know what I mean? He can bend. He can take his body, his frame. He can bend it down and duck punches. You know what I mean? He can bounce on his toes. He can move around. All the things that Wilder, even if he had his legs, is just not a part of his strategy. So for me, man, I would say I would rather see Fury and AJ fight because right now both of them is the top. Uh, Wilder, mm-hmm. he, he, he put me. But, but I would want to see the Wilder and, and, and Fury three. I would want to see the Fury 3 because he could come in back smaller like he usually do because Wilder did come in heavier this fight than I think he's been in any of his fights. I think he came in heavier. So, But if he slimmed back down, then you know there's, there's a weight difference with an almost 300-pound champ, and then you at 215, 220-something like that. So you still going to have to deal with that. But I just don't see Wilder, man, being able to have – to being able to take Fury out. I mean, I think Fury got his number. And his number is come straight to him, put the pressure on him, bully the bullier. And I believe that's what right. people are going to do now. Right. Anytime they fight him, right. they're going to try to bully him. True, true, yeah, true. Go check out AJ, man. AJ, he, he, like I said, good fighter, man. Strong fighter, fast man. Technical, got boxing skills, got ring IQ, uh, can move, you know what I mean? Can do the things like Tyson Fury, you know what I mean? So I, I believe it'll be a good fight. A lot of people knocking him because he took that L to Anthony uh, Ruiz. And you got to give Anthony Ruiz, uh, I mean Andy Ruiz, my bad, you got to give Andy Ruiz some credit. He can box. He can, he do got hands. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. man, he got hands, man. He can box. And if you, anybody, if you take him lightly, He'll mess around, put hands on anybody. So you can't take that away from Andy Ruiz. Now, Andy Ruiz might not look like a boxer, but they don't take away from his hands. Anthony Joshua mm-hmm. has multiple belts. You know, he, he, he's he been putting hands on people. He's been tested. 
He's been knocked down. He took an L, and now he now he back. You know what I mean? And I feel like that right there is what's gonna give him the edge because he he's tasted defeat. He's had to look at the man who took his belts. You see what I'm saying? He had to go through that. He had to feel everybody talking about him and everybody saying he had a glass jaw. And, and he proved himself in that next fight because he took damn near the same punch that put him down. He took that punch from Andy Reid, and he didn't do shit to him. And that's what I looked at. Like, he took one of those same punches that put him down. He, he took that. Also, he, he ate that. Man. He ate that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He took it and it didn't stop him. So, I, and like I said, boxing, it, it's a difference when you're a boxer and you're just a fighter. If you're a boxer and you know how to move around, you know how to use the ring, you know how to use what you're good at. Uh, and for AJ and, and Fury and all of them guys, man, they're tall, so they use their reach and they use their power. Now, AJ and Fury, you know, right now, Britain, man, Great Britain, the UK, they, they own the heavyweight championship uh, mm-hmm. of boxing. They own it right now. You know what I'm saying? So the only person I see yes, taking that, it would be one of them. You know, I don't see I don't see Wilder coming back, uh, being able to 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 unify the belts or hold one of the belts for too long because if he do be Fury, then he got to go fight AJ, and AJ. Everybody say this Deontay Wilder would destroy AJ, but AJ's a boxer, and AJ knows how to beat Wilder, and I think he I think Wilder would be embarrassed. I think he would get embarrassed again because that boy AJ. Everybody keep taking him lightly. That's a bad dude, man. He 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 got hella punching power, and, and he's proving now, he can take a punch. Right now, speaking of boxing, everybody didn't like Mayweather because of his mouth, but Mayweather backed his and backed everything up. But there what Mayweather also did, what Mayweather also did, every fight he had, he let you have your fun. He like go ahead, what's up? Yeah. I'm gonna run around for yeah. a minute. When I see you getting tired, that's when I'm gonna. Beat the shit out of you, and that's just what he. Right. That's just what he did. He tied motherfuckers right. out. That motherfucker yep. chase him. He like, man, my legs tired. You know, by the sixth round, your ass is gone. <laughs> he knocked yeah. your ass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, putting that, putting them deadly combos on you that you ain't gonna be able to come back from. You right, and, and that's why right. I say with boxing, the three piece, the and, piece, three piece combos yeah. and shit. Yeah, 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 and with boxing, man, with a good boxer. A boxer that's trained, that has a good high IQ, boxing IQ, and good uh, ring uh, ring generalship, he's going to know how to work the ring. Just like Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury fought uh, Deontay Wilder the first time, all right? When he got knocked down in the 12th and got back up, he realized that all he realized to beat Fury, I mean to beat Wilder, I need to come at him. And his training camp, his, you know, he went with the brothers, man, shouts out, man, to the crunk gym. They changed him around, his fighting scheme up, and it worked. He seen, let's go at the bully. Instead of letting the bully do what he do, let's go at him. Let's go at the big bad man. Let's go at the bronze bomber. And that's what happened. And when he went at him, Deontay Wilder, man, I, 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 it doesn't matter to me if, if Deontay went out there naked, man, in his boxing shorts. I think the same outcome would have happened, even if he had all his legs. I think Fury still would have won the fight. Uh, Wilder, you know, you you run into your match. And when you run into your match, mm-hmm. what makes you a true champion is not that you never get beat, man. Well, well, some might argue that. But to me, you didn't got knocked down. 
Stop with the excuses. Get your ass in that damn yep. gym. Train your mm-hmm. ass off and get better. Come back way better than you've ever been and go back on your dominating run. Right. Come back stronger. That's, that's come back wiser. Come back. Come back with a yeah. thinking mindset because, you know, a lot of these boxers don't use their mind to think. They just be like, okay, I'm ready to whoop ass. No, bro, right. you got to – this, this goes the same thing for MMA because I took MMA. True. You got to motherfucking – you got to um, go in with a clean mindset. You, if you got to meditate, yeah. you just meditate. Just meditate on yourself and work work right. as hard as you can to get yourself or find out what's your what what's what's your punches and find out what's your weak right. punches and work on both of them. Work on your weak and strong at this point. Because that's that's the yeah, mindset you gotta have. You gotta go in that you gotta go in every match, whether it's MMA, whether it's in any any type of sport. MMA, boxing, right. football, baseball, you name it. Any type of sport, you gotta go right. in there with a different mindset. If you know you got a right. weakness, work on that weakness and make sure your opponent don't See that weakness, because if your opponent see that weakness, that's an up that's up advantage for him or her. You know that's what I'm true. saying? That's true. That's very true. I agree with you, man. I, I agree with you. And, and you know, everybody, like they said with that fight, everybody could see, you know, the, uh, something was wrong with Wilder. But hey, man, there's no excuses when it comes fight night. When it comes time for you to get off in that ring, it's time for you to do you you know what you do. You know what I'm saying? And um mm-hmm. I know uh I know, you know what I'm saying, like I said, I understand the forty pounds of, of extra gear, you know, that you decided to wear, but hey, nobody told you to wear that shit. I understand it was Black History Month and you wanted to stand out and look like the sequel of Black Panther, like you was the newest uh superhero <laughs> in the Marvel or some shit. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, man. Right. But, but you know, but that forty pounds was gonna be something on you. So you should have been like, well, check this out, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wear this. This fight, this fight, crucial. I need to do what I need to do. I need to make sure everything is right before I get on that. Uh, platform. So you just do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? And if that means wearing something different, wear something different. You Like you said, you always come out extravagant. You always come out uh, all eyes on you with your with your uniform. So you could have easily picked a different uniform. That's you, you, you can't say uniform problems in boxing if your boxing shorts didn't fall down on you in the middle of the fight. Now, you talking about some uniform <laughs> shit that happened before you got in the ring. That's on you. That's, nobody told you to wear that shit, man. So don't exactly. make excuses. Don't say, well, my legs was hurt and all of this. Because you don't know. We don't know what Fury, what pains he was enduring through training. I'm not taking up for him. I'm just saying. We don't know what the other fighter, what was hurting him, but he just pushed through. We don't know if he had a jammed thumb or if his elbow was bothering him or his knees was bothering him. We don't know this, but whatever his pains was, he, he just swallowed that shit, and he went out there and he fought. And just like all the greats, Wilder said once that he could beat Mike Tyson in his prime, Muhammad Ali in his prime, oh, Lewis, Lewis in his prime. I can start that down right now. Wilder wouldn't even stand a chance against no. Mike. No, Man. no. No, no, not at all. Even Omaha, especially not no damn Lennox Lewis or no Muhammad Ali. But see, he's, when you say these things, when you say these things, you got to look at it 
of what these guys, when they went to war, what did they endure? Okay, so if you can't endure what they did, what they did, you is no way you can possibly say you can beat them because clearly, forty pounds of uniform shit before the fight, obviously from his from him, is what threw your whole game off. So if that's all it takes. No nah, man, they would have whooped your ass because you'd have came out with that same forty pounds of gear on to fight one of them, and they'd have dusted your ass just like Tyson Fury dusted his ass. Now, can he come mm-hmm. back and be a good fighter? Yeah, he can come back, and he can. I see him knocking some more people out. I just don't see him ever being back on the top like that, man, because you got to run through those two big names. Now, when Fury decided to give boxing up. Because he said he only fighting like two more fights, I think. And then either he going to switch to um, UFC or he going to give it, you know, he going to retire. So it's still a possibility that Wilder could get back on top. But he, he just got to, like we said, like you said, you just got, he got to go back, train, get his head right, get his confidence back. But he got to get better, get better, return to the ring. Do your damn thing and get your damn crown back. It's just what you got to do. You can't make excuses, man. You got to go do it, man. When Mike Tyson lost, when he had his first loss, he, uh-huh. he did what he had. He went back to the drawing board. He went to prison. Yeah, he went to prison, came uh-huh. out, and was the baddest man on the planet. So, you know, before the fight, and this, the reason why I'm saying this about Wilder is because when you talk so much shit, you got to back that shit up. And that's one thing I learned, man, and me doing martial arts and everything. I've always talked shit when people feel like they can be better than me, but I've always backed it up. And that's one rule. When you talk big shit, you have to back it up. You cannot take – if you take an L, you got to take it respectfully and honorably, and you got to get better and keep on pushing Everybody okay, you know, they're going to talk about, yeah, man, you got beat up, you lost one, ha, 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 whatever, okay? But what people really want to see is where that where is that heart at? Where is that beast at? And, and by him taking the next fight, the rematch, he has a perfect opportunity to show if it's really real or did he run into his his match. And if he lose again, then obviously you just ran into your match. Can't get mad at that's that, it, that's man. All. You ain't gonna be able to whoop everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I tell you, uh, another fight that I'm looking forward to seeing is the uh, Earl Spence man and uh, Bud Crawford man. Spence from down there in D-Tide, Dallas, the Triple D man, Dallas Fort Worth. He down that way, and you got Bud Crawford man mm-hmm. from. Omaha, Nebraska, both them cats right there, man, do they thing. Uh, Bud, but he he do his thing. But I gotta ride with the truth, man. I gotta ride with that boy from Dallas, man. That boy from Dallas. I, got, the I gotta take both of them out too. Yeah, man. I, I feel like I just feel like, man, with Earl, man, he I feel like he the future in boxing and they weight division. I feel like he's the future, man. I. I, I Crawford cool, he he just as good. He just as dominant. He just as dangerous. You can't overlook him, not even for a fucking split second, because he, he's a bad boy, man. You know what I mean? I don't think he got a loss either. 
<clears throat> I think he's undefeated as well. So definitely both of them, you know what I mean? I'm not taking nothing off of, uh, of a Crawford at all, man. He could easily be a winner of the fight as well. But I think What's that rate since, division? man, I just think, man, yeah, I just think that boy there, he just got it, man. He, 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 he got the technique, man, that I like. He got the ring IQ that I like. He got the hunger that I like. I like how he throws his punches, his combinations. It's very, to me, it's very basic, old school, old schoolish how he fight, but but still with that with a new school hunger. But how he fight, man, remind me of them classic boxers, man. You know, it ain't got to real be real flashy, but when it hit your ass, it hit your ass and it hurt and it do damage. And that's what I see from uh, the truth, man. And uh, I'm riding with him all day long, man. Only thing I don't agree with. He brought Yellow Beezy out on his face. I believe he could have hollered that Famo Night Train to Brand, man. You know, Famo would have went through there. <laughs> Famo would have knocked that damn thing out right there, man. I'd have been down there, uh, boy. You know, Famo Nation would have been there. Top on the radio would have been there. So anybody got plugs with Earl the Spoon? Hey, Tell him, man, man down, bring man down entertainment on the top on the radio and chop it up, man. We fuck <laughs> with him over here. <laughs> man, bring, him, bring everybody yeah. on over here, man. Bring everybody, big man. We out here, boy. Our biggest state, man. Texas is our biggest state for supporters. So I gotta say that again. The only thing I didn't agree with was him bringing your Beasy out for the fight, man. I feel like he could have went with a little bit more jerkiness, a little bit more muddiness. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more wrong because it didn't fit. It didn't fit, man. Earl, the truth is, he a beast, man. He a beast. And, and Yellow Beasy, you you know, like a teddy bear to me. I, I mean, I ain't knocking the man's rawness. I'm just saying, this is what he look like. You know what I mean? Like Winnie the Pooh. But you got somebody like Night Train <laughs> Brand. You got Texas. I'm just saying, you got Night Train Brand. Nigga like, oh, shit. This nigga came out with Night Train Brand, Brand. But I'm just saying, man. So y'all holler at Earl Smith, the truth, man. Let him know, man. He needs somebody else to, you know, come out. And he want to make it magical, man, and, and the city ride out, man. Deuce, Deuce, Beckley all day, man. Night Train to Brand, y'all holla at him, Bobby Good Boys. Y'all already know. So, man, it's been an awesome show, man. Until next time, we got to get ready to zip it up. Uh, Femo, Brand Ambassador, Stefan the Fina. It's always a pleasure, man. Love having you on Earth chopping it up. Hey, uh, shout out to YL, the Dallas Mr. Exclusive was on the line. As always, man, our green room director, man, Night Train the Brand, our booking director as well, always on the line as well, man. Shouts out, fam, I'm going to lock in with you here in a minute, man. Appreciate everybody out there that's showing that love, showing that support, man. We here, man. We here. And this is where the jerking begins. You did chop on the radio, man. Until next time, baby, y'all stay safe. Keep your eyes and ears open. We out.